Welcome to the Bold Business Owners Podcast. In this podcast, I'm sharing with you inspiration, lessons, tips, and actionable strategies to make your own bold business and life happen. Who's your host? My name is EJ, and in the past decade as a strategy consultant, I advised numerous organizations in growing a business in line with their vision and purpose. It is now my mission to help solo entrepreneurs with the exact same tools and methods to create a strategy that works for them, all so that they can build a more profitable business on their own terms. This is the Bold Business Owners Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the Founder Series, in which I interview everyday entrepreneurs like you and I who have built a business around what they love doing. I hope you enjoyed this episode and let's dive into it. Okay, today I'm sitting here with Monique. And Monique, I actually know you from my studies. We studied together at Erasmus University, RSM, as you said, uh, way back, like 15, 16 years ago. And uh, I actually, we actually reconnected like online, which is, which I think is very funny because back then, as I just said, you, you felt kind of like the quiet girl in the room, very (laughs) enthusiastic. But now I suddenly saw you online and saw that you uh, built your own fashion brand, your luxury fashion label. And I actually got so inspired or excited about this because I wanted to know more about this. And that is why I invited you for a podcast. And so I wanted to interview you about your journey. So um, you are a um, fashion designer or luxury fashion brand designer. You can introduce yourself later. Um, But you built this company, Monique Singh, from the ground up while uh, working full-time in the beauty industry, which I find really fascinating. So do you want to introduce yourself first? Yes, definitely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. And indeed, super nice to get reconnected after such a long time. Um, I have indeed, after our studies together, first uh, started working at multiple corporates, so always really in the beauty, luxury and fashion industry. And uh, I think one of the companies where uh, I was mostly inspired was when I was working at Gucci, uh, which is obviously really an icon in the industry. But um, I've personally always had an interest for fashion in the sense that it's a way to express yourself. Like you don't always have to do it in words as, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. I was indeed always a bit more the shy and the introvert person, but always a lot going on in my head and uh, I found it like a beautiful way to say a lot about yourself without necessarily being very vocal about it and um, when working at Gucci and you got to work with so many um, like really brilliant minds you know like the creative director of the brand and all of these designers that people really see craftsmanship as such a standard of excellence and the storytelling and the narrative around it um, there was a bit of a spark that happened, like, oh my gosh, uh, I would love to have this for myself. Yeah. So uh, about two years ago, I indeed uh, started my own uh, fashion label, Monique Singh, mm-hmm. and um, it's a luxury uh, fashion brand that is integrating uh, Western and Indian design elements and mm-hmm. also really has a high focus on sustainability. Oh, that's, that's really nice. And it's also... Of course, really trending, hot and happening and really necessary, I believe. So uh, that sounds great. Yeah. So can you take me back? Like you said, two years ago, you started this brand. But of course, some time before that, it already started. Like it already was this seed in your mind somewhere that was planted and then grew into this brand. Right. Yeah. 
can you take me back like when it happened maybe it was in your childhood i don't know yeah can you, can you tell me a little bit more about your journey as becoming this entrepreneur while working full-time actually because yeah yeah yeah, I think I've always had uh, this feeling and this desire to create something that was for myself, you know, like to leave a legacy yeah. at some point and really something that you create from scratch. And I was definitely very mindful that I still needed the experience and to build uh, my skill sets. But I've always been um, very um, passionate about also creative things and mm -hmm. really sort of like from scratch creating magic or a story or something that triggers uh, the minds of other people. So it has always been there. And uh, when I was working at Gucci, I also had the opportunity to do a fashion design uh, course. So okay. I was actually quite sort of like prepping myself for, yeah. <laughs> for this moment. And um, after I felt that I did have sufficient business skills, but also um, uh, let's say the design process yeah. and maybe I also needed some time to have the confidence to actually take that step yeah. and uh, do it for yourself because it is actually quite scary you know as thrilling as it is and exciting it was yeah. also quite a, a leap of faith that you have to do in yourself yeah. and uh, for me it really came at the right moment you know like I felt I had the experience I had some uh, you know, finances in place to uh, to, to start this journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so were there some, like, uh, so you started this, like, before you actually did this, I mean, it's, it's like what you said, maybe you have to build your confidence first to really put it out there. Yeah. Like, how did you got to this moment? Like, did you tell people about it? Did you do it, like, in silence? Did you, how did you... Yeah, actually it was a little bit, as you were saying before, like a little bit in silence, like I'm always more of the quiet waters and then when it's really tangible, then I really say it. But um, actually at some point uh, it was really started off with sketching, like a lot of drawing and um, just sort of like what's in my head to put it on paper because mm -hmm. then it's also uh, very tangible. And then actually it was quite an organic uh, journey in the sense that first it was one drawing, then I had a mini collection where I felt quite like, good about. And then I thought, well, let's make a sample out of one of them. And then gradually there were actual pieces hanging there. And then I had actually a really beautiful network of people and we talked about, well, let's uh, have a shoot, you know, create the lookbook. And uh, it was so personal to me. So. I did really everything myself, you know, like the art direction and yeah. the model and what was it that I wanted to convey with the, with the shoot and with the brand. So after it's, um, yeah, it became all a bit more tangible and on paper and I had the lookbook then, yeah. I, then I don't know, it was a very emotional moment because it was really everything that I wanted it to be. And then I thought, well, if I came this far, I might <laughs> as well just send it out. But um, yeah, and then I started reaching out to distribution points and names that I thought were super aspirational mm -hmm. and um, yeah I also really believe that you know when it really comes from the heart and from a good place mm -hmm. then I mean it can only be right to send it out to the world and then I actually did get positive reactions from um, some distribution names and yeah, then it started growing and then I thought wow this is the moment <laughs> I can really say it to the world that and this was actually happening for quite some time in the process yeah okay so you actually started from like putting all these thoughts that you have 
down on paper, like these drawings, and what you said before, you take this combination of Western and more Indian style uh, yeah. clothing and um, how would you say this sty style maybe? So yeah. you just put this together, put it down on paper, and then you just went from there, like suddenly you just had like a collection like on paper then. Exactly. And then you just started reaching out to people. Was it difficult to reach out to the right people or did you already have connections? Um, well, I mean, there was definitely a lot of hard work in there and uh, I did really take my time to do the research and to really understand if it was the right fit for me. But um, yeah, I think there was just good energy going in there and then it must have manifested into something. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> I mean, something nice. Yeah, because I think I think there are probably more people who out there who want to, you know, design something like this. Maybe they don't dare to actually put it out there. But it seems like as you're telling me, it went so naturally that you it was not any effort. <laughs> Effortless. <laughs> or you well, didn't that's not, <laughs> not no no obstacles along the way. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's so cool that you just took this like idea or dream and then actually put it out there with the distributors, you know, like, and I also saw some, maybe uh, it was some time ago, of course, like uh, some of these uh, pictures on the Instagram where people were wearing your clothing on the red carpet and stuff like that. Yeah. How does that feel? Like how, how? Very surreal, like uh, it was really insane, it was indeed uh, at the London Fashion Week and also at the Grammys of uh, last year that uh, an actress was really wearing the full outfit yeah. of uh, my label, but it's very surreal and at the, somewhere in your head you always visualize it, you know, yeah. and, but then when it's really happening it's just, you really have to embrace it and just, um, yeah, enjoy it because um, Sometimes you're so busy with, oh, what's next? What do I need to do that, uh, at least for me, that mm -hmm. I don't take enough time to just stand still and just appreciate what has happened already. Yeah, yeah because celebrate can, the wins. Exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> Small the, wins. Uh, exactly. Wins. Yeah. Because it was definitely not true that there were no obstacles and that it just <laughs> oh, went yes, naturally. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, da, da, da. I got my fashion no. label. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> yeah, because... So, so walk me through it. How, like, type of obstacles or challenges that you faced? Like, what type of lessons you got from this? Because, I mean, someone, an actress wearing your your outfit, like, that's yeah. like, wow, surreal, as you said. But how did you get there? What were the obstacles? And how would you, if you would look back, for instance, mm -hmm. tell yourself or yeah. do uh, differently? Yeah, or... do differently. Well, I think the first thing that's very important is that you do really. Um, take the time to uh, for the strategy part and sort of like what is it that your brand has to offer uh, in you know a very saturated uh, market so really do the due diligence on the business plan I think that is definitely one of the tips which I would definitely say that I got to do because of my work experience and um, I mean I have had quite some struggles in the whole like production process um you know with sometimes with finding the right people who really understand your brand and uh who can really create the pieces how you envisioned it in your head is actually quite uh like it's really a journey to find the right people i think mm -hmm. um one of the things that i really told myself is that it's really good to listen to that gut feel yeah. like with some people you have this um 
this feeling and you know that you can create something that's bigger together yeah. Yeah. but sometimes you also even though somebody has a great cv or a resume it just doesn't mm. click then you should also really listen to that voice and I think what's really important is that you believe in yourself because it's going to be like you're going to fall and then you need to get up and try again and it's really yeah. the perseverance that's going to make the difference. Yeah. I think that is um, really a big one and the notion of do it, you know, like uh, in my head it was like, well, you can also procrastinate, yeah. you know, and then you're like 60, you're like, dang it, I, I did this and this, yeah. but it's really about just take one step and then take another and take another and um, enjoy the journey because you're not going to be there immediately, but it's yeah. really about that you do what it is that you wanted to yeah. do. and. That in itself, I think, is already a beautiful reward. Yeah, yeah, believing in yourself, in yourself, that is quite hard. I mean, mm -hmm. especially when you're on your own, like you have nobody to talk to who understands really what you're doing or what you want to do, or when you don't want to discuss it with others yet because it's not yet tangible enough. Exactly. Yeah, believing in yourself is really important. Like, did did you find like some points in this journey that you want to give up, wanted to give up, and wanted to just throw a towel in and say like, you know? Yeah I, yeah, I definitely had some moments where I felt like, oh, it's not going to be yeah. what I wanted it yeah. to be. And I think uh, indeed that notion of sometimes it can be a bit lonely because yeah. I also uh, keep it for myself because I don't want to share because it's so special and so actually it's, it's a bit vulnerable, right? Yeah, it's, it's, your, such a it's special, your baby. Yeah, exactly, it's your baby. I would definitely say... Um, like share it with some of your good friends. Also, when it goes to shit, like there were a couple of people uh, around me that I could just say like, oh, this isn't going well. This I just don't want to do this anymore. And it was yeah. really because of their support and um, uh, their belief also in me that, you know, I kept going or you make, you know, some appointments with each other. Like, yeah. okay, I'll show it to you. Yeah. And then and at least there is some accountability in yeah. there as well. <laughs> so I would definitely recommend to have that. Yeah, and not some people would say, I told you so, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly, ignore those people. Yeah, because there could probably have more times that you would say that to yourself, like, you know, quit, yeah. it's not going to work. The people that cheer you up and help you, you know, to actually boost your confidence. Yeah. I think that really, really helps you to, to move. And what you said, like, take one step at a time. And then gradually you see that you actually build up something already. Like, you know, yeah. one drawing at a time, then you have a lookbook. Exactly. Then you, yeah. maybe you call someone, maybe you connect to exactly. someone. Exactly. Yeah. And it's also like, at least you're out there, you're sending yeah. some vibes out there. So it might lead uh, to something. And by the way, one other tip that I would also definitely say, like, obviously we knew each other in in studies yeah. where I think it's also one of those periods in time where you're still growing into yourself and yeah. you get to know yourself better. Um, but I did definitely also realize that you have to be, you just have to, you should ask people about oh. stuff, you know, yeah. like uh, even if it's scary or it's really mm. a weird request, yeah. I mean, you already have a no, so potentially yeah. you get a yes or a reference or a tip. So yeah. you should be a bit, um, yeah, like just dare to do okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I hear some examples here popping up, like maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you show some examples of moments that you had that like actually asking is not you know asking is just asking you know? exactly asking can only make your world bigger i think yeah. one uh 
example is in the beginning where I actually had a bit of a um, I needed a muse like I felt a bit demotivated yeah. and uh, there is one fashion brand, uh, Manish uh, Arora, which mm -hmm. is an Indian fashion brand. And they're the only ones who are in Paris Fashion Week for 10 years consecutively. Okay. So they're really quite big and they've done beautiful things in the industry. And I actually wrote uh, them saying that I'm an aspiring designer and yeah. that they really mean a lot to me. And, you know, I send it out there. I didn't hear anything <laughs> back. So I was like, well, whatever. And then Make it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then it was four days before the show in Paris yeah. and I got an invite and I uh, was allowed to come. I was sitting oh, wow. in the second row oh, wow. and I also had um, a chance to talk to them, you know, like uh, the founder, but also the business partner. And I told them my idea. I shared some of my designs, yeah. which were truly, honestly, not looking very professional <laughs> at that point. But he turned out to be my mentor, you know, oh, like wow. that's how it can be if you dare to ask. Yeah. And he was so um, supportive because for him it was a very big deal that, you know, like the next generation yeah. is also working in fashion because they had it quite tough actually mm -hmm. as the pioneer as an Indian fashion brand. So it was actually very beautiful and so many good tips came out of that. that yeah. Um, yeah, if I didn't oh, wow, yeah, ask. If you didn't send that meal, yeah. if you just would tell yourself like, oh no, they will probably not respond anyway. So. You know, exactly. what I said, you just close your eyes, hit enter, and then maybe <laughs> nothing will happen. Maybe you got a mentor. Exactly. Maybe you get someone who will help you on this journey. Definitely. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a, an example of, uh, of that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I know that you are also working full-time. Mm -hmm. How do you combine this all? Like, I mean, of course, you're, you know, the first, like, batch of your designs, that's not... You know, you have to build your yeah. You have to keep on going and build your new collection. How do you do this next to your job? Yeah, job, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that it's super easy and that I've worked out some sort of miracle schedule and it's always <laughs> working. But I think it was a bit with trial and error that uh, I think in the beginning I was the extreme of almost having two jobs at the same time and that I was just going a bit insane. Mm -hmm. And then at some point I realized that it wasn't making me happy anymore because I wasn't enjoying actually either of it, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just work, work, work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Become such a must. And then also COVID happened. Yep. And then actually um, it did give me some time to take a step back and sort of like, well, the world is standing still. So maybe I'm also allowed to stand still. Yep. And then um, I also took that time to get back and sort of like, why did I do this again? It's yep. because of this and this and it was my passion. So maybe it's also fine if you go a little bit slower, but enjoy it much more. And yep. um, that was actually quite a special time for me to set out the plans more, to talk to more people, network, engagement, mm -hmm. and tell more about the brand. So now I also have like, it's okay to have a day off. It's yeah. okay to just be a couch potato on a Sunday, you know, yeah. <laughs> and completely enjoy it and have fun with friends and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, now I see it more as fluid, but mm -hmm. really like go where your energy is going. Sometimes it's yeah. fine to work longer if yeah. that's, you have one of those. If you want it at that exactly. time, if you're in flow, if you want it, it's totally fine. Yeah. But you don't have to always. You exactly. can sometimes just take a step back or just take a break. Yeah. Without exactly. like your whole brand going to, <laughs> yeah. you know, to, to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
your own. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, okay. Because now, do you do you run it all, like mostly by yourself? Do you have a team? How do you how have you set it up so it works for you right now? Yeah. So what I did do is that I did uh, ensure that there are some key people that I work with on some key elements and. These are also the people where I feel we have a good energy and that they really understand the brand. Yeah. So you have to organize yourself also in a way that it's efficient and um, also do plan for yourself. Oh, sorry, like the, the big blocks and yeah. the timings and some deadlines and then you work towards it. So um, yeah, I think it's about having also the right people for the right things. Yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes it's quite difficult, as you said, like... It's difficult to find people that match with you mm -hmm. because like I also hired VAs in uh, like some time ago and sometimes you feel there's a good connection but sometimes it's just really hard to you know to transfer what it is mm -hmm. that you want to get done in a way that you want it exactly uh, without feeling that you have to manage their feelings and emotions and you know exactly maybe that is like yeah it's not that I'm not a person who is not like uh, willing to listen to others but it's more like if someone is working with you you hope that they will you know understand your brand understand mm -hmm. the way you work and if there is like no match in this this energy type of match you know it's so hard you'll constantly worry that this person might you know get mad at you for saying something you know and exactly. then it, it's not going the way you want it yeah yeah and the outcome is then actually suboptimal yeah but i have um i mean you just have to be very selfish and brutal because in the end it's your brand yes and it has to work for you and this is the occasion where your priorities are actually the highest ones so mm -hmm. sometimes it's indeed very unfortunate but i guess it's better to just say that you know and it, it doesn't have to be anything bad but you're just in another yeah. um vibe you don't have to become enemies. Or yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right. And so, if you would, if there would be another like someone who wants to design their own fashion as you did, mm -hmm. what were the, what would be some of the? I mean, you already gave some tips, but what would be some of the lessons that you would tell them, that person, to, you know, to do to do yeah. this? Um, first of all, definitely dare to follow your heart and your gut, and. Um, if you, if you have a belief that you can really do something, then you should really trust that feeling because it's really that feeling that's going to take you on the whole journey. And the second one is you really should have no illusion that there are not going to be any failures. <laughs> like there are going to be some, like, you know, like several times yeah. that you're going to fall on your face. So it's really like that perseverance that I was talking yeah. about is really going to be the name of the game. Like, I mean, I'm very jealous if there are entrepreneurs out there and there are some that just you know work it um, in, in a one shot but most uh, mostly that's not the case so just power through yeah and uh, the third one would be find the right people around you and the fourth one is really have fun mm -hmm. in the journey either in the beginning in yeah. shitty places and on the high points yeah. but don't only strive for those moments to make it worthwhile yeah yeah, what you're saying, you have to fall flat on your face, so <laughs> otherwise it won't work, you have to fail. Because now your, your fashion brand is actually like available, like online, I believe, and also yeah. maybe in some stores. Yeah. Um, how did you get it distributed like that? Like, 
Um, so the uh, first part was uh, really reaching out to um, some of the boutiques that actually follow my uh, distribution strategy because I prefer to be selective with certain uh, boutiques that really have a nice fit with my equity. And so uh, I reached out to them and um, I do have now indeed distribution, uh, physical distribution in the Netherlands, the UK and in the US. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, you have to work uh, on a mini production or a big production, depending yeah. on um, what, uh, what the scope is. But that was super nice. And I also have um, quite some e-commerce presence with some um, retailers and my own. Yeah. And uh, I'm also part of the like the Selfridges Her um, initiative, which is like a rental um, oh, yeah. elements for luxury uh, clothing. Because I do really believe that um, actually the fashion industry is quite a monster when it comes to sustainability. Yes. So I don't want to be one of those players that's contributing to it, but mm -hmm. trying to see how can I change the status quo and make really uh, a stand in that notion. So yeah. um, that's definitely also part of my business strategy yeah. as well. Yeah, and that's really nice and interesting that you're saying that sustainability, because it's also something that, um, you know, I, my heart lies also in sustainability, like, you know, um, making sure that you yourself are more sustainable and hoping to make an impact on the world that is sustainable as well, you know. But how do you infuse sustainability right now in your brand then? Mm -hmm. As you but, said, you know, like it's very, the fashion industry itself, the supply yeah. chain, etc., like production, it is all very, yeah, it's not really the most sustainable Definitely. way. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, a few elements for me were very important in the business model. So the first one is that I don't want to follow the fast fashion trends. So having like 10 collections in a year or something. Yeah. I really believe in slow fashion and it's all trend seasonal. So timeless pieces of high quality, all is handmade and super fitted. So when you have it and after four years you open your wardrobe, you still think like, oh my gosh, yes, I still have this uh, yeah. jumpsuit and you still want to wear it. Which might have that feeling a bit from when we were younger, you know, and we yeah. were buying pairs of shoes with your parents yeah. and you really took like, I don't know, a day and then you found them and then it was so special. Like that is a bit more the notion that I want to convey with my pieces instead of, oh yeah, I bought this shirt and it's already out of season yeah. uh, like three weeks later or something. Yeah. So that is one element, but then also the fabrics are all sustainably sourced, so they're all ISO certified and also trying to use alternative fabrics, so for instance, faux leather um, and uh, all organic cotton, so that you also explore a bit um, that side of the of the things. And um, additionally, I've made my second collection also on a made-to-order um, okay. process, so yeah. that you don't have so much waste at the end, which mm -hmm. is also creating quite a lot of. Um, yeah, non-sustainable things and yeah everything is handmade as I said in the Netherlands so that I also control the CO2 um, element and the working conditions because yeah. what I also find scary is um, if it's made somewhere far away and yeah. it's of course quite difficult to be there and then you don't know exactly what's happening and for me mm -hmm. it's very important that uh, the product is really made with love and you know with the best intentions so yeah those are some elements that I've captured in oh that's that's nice I, I really like it because 
especially like when it comes down to sustainability and these supply chains. Yesterday, I just had an insight like, you know, everything that we currently have in our house has been produced once. Mm. Emissions are still like still out there, you know, like everything like and you'd be astonished if you look around. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. everything. And yeah. so, yeah, it's, it's, it's very nice, and especially that made to order what you're saying. Yeah. Is that something you think consumers are ready for yet? Well, I think my uh, shopper is, luckily. I mean, I have, uh, thank God, organized it in a way that it's not like, well, you get it in six months. But yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. it's, it's exactly. not trending. You don't have to work. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So it's like uh, um, 10 working days and, and then you have it. But um, yeah, most of my shoppers really appreciate it because also... I make it for you so you share your sizes and yeah. then it's really fitted for you so in a way um, they also really appreciate that there is nobody walking around with that item because it's yeah. really made for your body and um, yeah that's also really in terms of body inclusivity and and yeah it's all there yeah it's not a size that isn't there or yeah something yeah, made to sort. order like your custom yeah. size so Exactly. Yeah, and even in, in 10 days, it's still okay. If it's in yeah. six months, your yeah. marriage is fine. <laughs> yeah. 10 days is okay. Like, oh, the winter did happen. <laughs> Couch potato for six months, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so where do you see yourself with, with, with Monique Singh, with the brand, like in a couple of years? What is your, what do you want to build? Like, what do you want to do? Yeah, I would like to really uh, have a, a strong and solid international presence mm -hmm. and also like a name that is known in the industry, but also um, for the right values. So for sustainability, but also the notion that I truly believe that there is beauty in diversity. So I don't believe in like certain beauty ideals that are boxed up. So um that it's really all about um, that if you wear a piece of Monique Singh, that you have a power suit and that it kind of empowers you to live your own uh, dreams. Mm -hmm. So that would be super nice. I do have like a list of people <laughs> who I want my clothes to wear. So sending it out there. But yeah, uh, yeah and, and have fun while doing it. That yeah. it keeps being fun and meeting nice people that also open up your world. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So now it's still like this... this yeah, I would not say like a side hustle. I don't think it's really mm. like a side hustle. But would you do this maybe in the future full time? Do you think, or do you just want to, you know, keep it as like this creative outlet of yours that you? Well, I would be great indeed if that could be really transferred into the sole uh, business, um, while indeed still ensuring that it is that passion that goes yeah. into it and not that yeah. it turns into um, struggle hustle. Yeah. yeah, exactly, into something. Um, yeah, that loses that spirit, but that would be really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and where can we find more about you? Like yeah. about your brand, <laughs> like everything. So you can definitely check out my website, mm -hmm. uh, so moniquesing.com or on Instagram, moniquesingofficial. And uh, there you can also see the stores where it's listed. And uh, yeah, it would be quite nice if you would check it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to definitely check it out. And, yeah. And is there some last things that you want to maybe share with, with people? Mm. You know, anything that comes to mind that you think, I have to share this. Or you can also call me later and say, you have to put it in <laughs> in the episode. But <laughs> if you have something now. Um, yeah, I think uh, we did cover it uh, quite a lot in the interview. I think, um, 
Yeah, don't procrastinate will be a, a big one. And uh, a hard one. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and also don't be one of those people that uh, is too opportunistic, you know, like do make your business plan, do ensure that it squares and, and then, um, yeah, go for it, go for it. There's so much that we can do, um, yeah, with your own ideas. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for this interview. I really enjoyed it. Also your lessons and also your journey, which seems flawless and effortless as, <laughs> as you mentioned it, like, as you told me. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious to find out more about your fashion and uh, especially in the future, like what will happen with your brand next. So uh, thank you yeah. for this interview. And, oh, thank uh, you for having me. It's so <laughs> nice to do this. <laughs> thank you. And uh, see you in the next, uh, maybe in another episode, like in yeah. a couple of that would be I don't know, months or years, we can uh, do this again and see how uh, things go then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. It's accountability. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, CJ. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you liked this episode. And if you do, please share it with others by making a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram by using the handle at ZJ Means Business. And don't forget to leave a rating.